This is 89.1 WEMU, and as you know, February is Black History Month. I'm David Fair, and with each of our Washington United features throughout the month, we will look at an aspect of black history and culture and the history that's being written today that will move us closer to equity and full opportunity here in our community. Our guest today is Joyce Hunter, and Joyce is a founding member and president and CEO of the African American Cultural and Historical Museum of Washtenaw County. Joyce, thank you so much for the time today. Thank you for asking us to participate. On a personal level, what does Black History Month mean to you? Well, it's an opportunity to highlight and share the contributions of African Americans not only um, locally, but nationally. I'm sure you're aware that there are critics of Black History Month from both white and black people. There are movements in some communities in the U.S. to make the month optional, allowing students and parents to opt out of participating. Some call for a white history month. Actor Morgan Freeman once called for abolishing the month, saying we should stop defining one another by our color. The month of observation has been around for a long time and officially became recognized by the federal government during the Gerald Ford presidency, coinciding with the bicentennial in 1976. In your view, why is it so important we continue to observe Black History Month? It's important because it's not taught in schools on a regular basis. So oftentimes um, students don't even hear about contributions that African Americans have made. And so until it becomes part of the history in our schools, it still needs to be taught or it still needs to be highlighted because it's not taught. Much of our education system, as you've pointed out, the textbooks that we use uh, to provide to teach American history is focused on a great number of dead white men. Yet there is no American history without African-American history. After all this time, how significant a barrier is historical whitewashing to reaching a place of equity and equality? I think it's very significant because those are the uh, people you hear about. And once again, not the contributions uh, of uh, African-Americans at all. Or very few people know certain things about those contributions. So it's very it is a big barrier, if that's, if that's the question you're asking me. Washington United continues on 89.1 WEMU as we mark the first week of Black History Month. We're talking with Joyce Hunter, the president and CEO of the Ameri- African American Cultural and Historical Museum of Washtenaw County. And Joyce, I don't have to tell you, Washtenaw County is rich with African American history. I think most are aware of the connection to and the importance of the Underground Railroad in this area. What are some of the other connections that should be but are not common knowledge? Well, one of the things that we've done as uh, the museum in partnership with Ann Arbor District Library, we've actually started interviewing African Americans that have lived in the Ann Arbor Ypsilanti areas all or most of their lives. And so when we interview those individuals and have interviewed them, we find out about things that other people aren't aware of. I learned things myself. For instance, the Carytown area at one point was predominantly black in that area. There was a black business district there. Uh, And we recently uh, actually have done a Living Our History walking tour so that people can actually get a map and walk around and see some of the areas that were predominantly black in that area. So people certainly don't know that we had a black business district in that area. And there also was one uh, in the Ypsilanti area as well. So... 
through that experience and that project, when people, regardless of color or race, visit the museum and then talk to you about the experience, what do you learn about who we are as a community? Well, one thing I learned is that people really don't know a lot about blacks' contributions in this area. and They always are so pleased that to learn some of the information that we're sharing, to come and see the exhibits that we now we have an exhibit now. Um, we just put up the Sankofa exhibit, and it was the work of John Lockhart. So people come, and some of them never even, don't even know who John Lockhart is. And he was at the University of Michigan, the Afro-American Studies uh, Department, for 40-plus years. So it's that they learn. They don't know about different artists, different contributions. So they're enlightened. And oftentimes they'll share things with us, but oftentimes people don't know have not learned or heard about this information at all. As that understanding grows, how do you see the ongoing evolution of the museum and its place in advancing community knowledge and understanding? Well, one of the things that we have done and we do really well is collaborating. And so we we were a museum without walls for many years because we didn't have a building. Now we have a building. And so we now have a brick-and-mortar location but we also want to continue being a museum outside the walls. And that means collaborating. For instance, this, last week we collaborated with the University of Michigan a School of Music, Theater, and Dance on a conference called Diversity and Belonging. And so we presented information about the museum. They also took part of a, a shortened Underground Railroad tour, and they actually came to the museum. So that is the way of connecting and continue to communicate and reach outside the museum to the greater community. Once again, we're talking with Joyce Hunter from the African American Cultural and Historical Museum of Washtenaw County on 89.1 WEMU's Washtenaw United. And we need to touch future generations and the current generation of very young people. So that brings us back to education for a moment. When you retired from the Ann Arbor Public School District, you were assistant superintendent for secondary schools, supervising the district's middle and high schools. If you were still working in education today, would you be advocating for the teaching of critical race theory? Well, my understanding of critical race theory is not taught at that level. It's taught at the college level. Then let's go back to the whitewashing of American history. Would you seek out uh, better materials to educate students on how American history is predicated on African-American history? Certainly, I certainly would, but I would do that along with we have curriculum coordinators, we have building principals, so I would work with them to do that. Um, it wouldn't just be me, but it would be bringing in the team at the school district to take a look at materials that could be included or used. And, to and do- also getting outside the schools, doing uh, field trips and visiting things like the museum and going to events, that kind of thing for students. And some of those changes would be landmark in nature. What is your message to those who so fervently oppose such teachings and uh, such experiences? Well, you know, I think when we learn about other cultures, it helps us to grow. I know that as I started as a classroom teacher, and I oftentimes really enjoy talking to my students from other countries because I would learn and grow, and also in traveling. So when you get outside your little immediate circle of box, you begin to learn and to grow, and that's, that's important. 
the theme of the 2022 edition of Black History Month is Black Health and Wellness. Is that in any way being incorporated into the exhibits you have in the museum now and your online offerings? It is not now, but it will. But I'm in other organizations that we're getting ready to do a workshop series on health as it relates to um, specifically now in black women and uh, childbirth. So I'm involved in a number of different things, but the museum is not doing it right now, but other organizations that I'm a part of. It's critically important to creating the equity that we say is our shared goal. That's true. When the history of 2022 is written, what would you like said about this year at the museum? That we, our work was not just for African Americans, that is for all, and that they grew and uh, came and learned from the information that we were sharing. I know the pandemic had a dramatic impact on what you were able to offer in person. So where are we now with your hours and the accessibility of the museum to the public? Well, during the pandemic, um, we did shut down. But because we had been a museum without walls for years, we made the pivot and we just started doing virtual programming. So we continued with programming. But in terms of your question, uh, we're now open on Saturdays and Sundays from 12 to 4. And like I mentioned, we just put up this Sangofa exhibit highlighting uh, John Lockhart's work. It is entirely worthwhile. I thank you for sharing time and perspective today, Joyce. I'm very grateful. Thanks you for asking us to do this. I appreciate it. That is Joyce Hunter. She is the founding member of and president and CEO of the American African American Cultural and Historical Museum of Washtenaw County, and she's been our guest on Washtenaw United. For more information on the museum and links to all it has to offer, just go to our website at WEMU. This weekly series is produced in partnership with the United Way of Washtenaw County, and you hear Washtenaw United every Monday. I'm David Fair, and this is 89.1 WEMU-FM and WEMU-HD1 Ypsilanti.